You are about to listen to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast, hosted by Craig Forstall. Find Craig on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy. The That Sports Guys podcast is proudly featured by NFL Draft Diamonds, your draft coverage king. So sit back, relax, and enjoy some football talk. Hello and welcome to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. I am Craig Forrestal. You may know me from Twitter as at that underscore sports underscore guy. But this evening, it is all about the Richmond Spiders and linebacker Tyler Dressler. Tyler, what's happening on your end? What's up, Craig, man? Just uh, got back to school, getting in the rhythm of things, and just uh, happy to be back around my guys. So, Hey, awesome. I'm glad to hear that it's filled with positivity. And Tyler, I want to jump right into our into our recording. And what's it like growing up in Covington, Virginia? Because I know a couple of places in Virginia, but Covington, not so much. Yeah, Covington is a real small town. It's located in the southwestern part of Virginia. Um, I went to a school. It was a public school, and we only had 250 kids. So um, it was just one of those situations to where, you know, you know, you knew everybody in school. Um, everybody knew everybody and like your business with everybody else's business. So. And you come from a football family. Your father played at Virginia tech. Your brother is the D line coach for West Virginia state. And he was a four year starter at Concord university on the division two level. Was football always the main focus growing up or did you play other sports as well? Yeah, my, my dad raising my brother and myself, um, he really he uh, just like had everything available for us. We had baseball, basketball and football. However, I think for my brother and myself, we just really excelled in football. That was our best sport. I think we both had that natural build of a football player. And um, there was just we, we were actually getting more attention for football. We really never got anything for basketball or baseball. So, like I said, I mean, we stuck with what we excelled with and it uh, worked out for both of us really well. And I want to go right there. You said that you and your brother stuck to football. And I read a crazy story about how competitive you two are. So I'm going to need you to set the facts straight with this one, Tyler. I saw that you broke one of your brother's lifting records at the school. And the next day, he came into the weight room, did the same exact workout just to reclaim his record over you. Is that true? (laughs) yeah so that was pretty close so what happened was uh we had advanced pe class and i I was a sophomore that's what i was and he was a senior and i was working really hard to break his record and i finally broke it i think it was 315 on power clean or hand clean it was one of those lifts i can't remember which one it was and i was really excited and really pumped up and Derek was actually coming in to that class next period and as he was coming in i was like yo Derek, i just broke your record um, come to find out he was having a really bad day. He was not happy about it whatsoever. He doesn't even warm up, goes in there, puts an extra 10 pounds on, flips it up easily, gives me a stare and walks right out. And I'm like, all right, well, that's, you know, just shattered all my pride that I had. It, was, it ruined the rest of my day. But yeah, that's that was definitely pretty accurate. Can you talk about the competition between you and your brother and how it's made you guys grow closer and stronger with one another? 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, everything growing up has always been a competition. And, you know, I was two years younger than my brother, and I would always hang out with his friends. I always wanted to hang out with Big Brother and do what he was doing. And when I did, like, we would compete. I mean, we played on the field. We would play paintball and airsoft. Like, I was always competing. I grew up in that type of an environment. Um, I've also got another uh, three siblings. I got five total. And um, we always just grew up competing with each other. That that was the environment I was in. So um, it really played beneficial to me, especially when we got into our uh, older college days. Um, you know, we, competition is everything in college football. So just really to grow up in that type of environment has really benefited me a lot. And now I got to ask you, because you did say that your brother's a couple of years older than you. <clears throat> and he's the D-line coach at West Virginia State. So when you guys are talking ball nowadays – does he go coach mode on you or is it still just two brothers chopping it up? Yeah, it's more of just two brothers chopping it up. It's more of like less just bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, I'll explain some of my things and what we do in our system. And then he'll explain some of the things that he does in his systems. And we'll both like switch, like, you know, what are some different keys? What are some tendencies? Like, what does this team like to do? What does this team like to do? So it's really just bouncing ideas off of each other and really just making each other better. And you touched on the size of your high school, roughly 250 students or so. How did that impact your recruiting? Did you need to do the summer circuit? Were you heavy at the exposure camps and the summer camps at the different colleges and all the different events that they have throughout to help students and high school athletes get noticed by college coaches? Yeah, and it was one of them things where my brother and I, every single weekend, we were going to a different football camp. We would travel the entire East Coast with my father, and it was just somewhere new every single weekend. And we knew that being from a small school, like we had to, we had to prove ourselves at a higher level. We had to compete with these guys from the bigger schools, and luckily, it paid out for both of us. So, now if I can just ask you about those road trips, what was the furthest? away from home that you traveled for one of those camps or events so actually my brother and i were in boston for team usa i'm not sure if you're familiar with them um yeah we went all the way up to boston and um it was like a two week i think it was like a two week long process my brother was there and i was actually in canton ohio for my team usa so um i was able to go to his and then um the following week i went to mine so um that was yeah i think that was the furthest that we ever traveled and now let's fast forward to when you strapped on the helmet for the Richmond Spiders. You made your first college start in a rival game against William and Mary. That's a big time deal, Tyler. If you could just walk me through the conversation where the coaching staff approached you about starting and I mean, how excited were you? Did you even sleep the night before the game? No, I, I still don't sleep now. The night before <laughs> game, but I'm uh yeah, so the week we had an injury, um, I was a young buck, and um, I knew that there was a very high chance that I was probably going to have to play. So um, I just tried to keep calm the best I could and keep my composure, and uh, I was approaching the week like I was going to start. Um, so it was actually a game-time decision, and the starter said that he couldn't go, and it was really my time to shine. Um, and I was a little nervous, but thankfully I had a great group of guys around me that comforted me and, like, they supported me through everything. If I made a mistake, it was okay. You know, they were there for me, and that just allowed me to play fast and strong. So, You broke out last season earning first-team All-Colonial Athletic Association honors. You logged 104 tackles, 12 tackles for loss, along with four sacks. Tyler, what contributed to you finding such comfort in your role last season, and how do you build off of that? 
Yeah, I think it's two things. One is my coach. My coach, I think he's the best in the FCS. Coach Wood, he does a phenomenal job at what he does. I mean, he'll he'll have one-on-ones. I mean, he'll stay up till 2 a.m. if he has to to figure out a play. He's that type of guy, and he cares about you on the field just as much as he does off the field. So I think that's the first thing. And uh, the second thing is just having a great group of linebackers that I'm surrounded by. I got guys that are going to go in the weight room, and they're going to push me every single day. I got guys that want to go on the field and do extra work constantly. Like, we understand that competition factor, and we always want to win championships. That's our mindset. So I think a combination of both of those things just allowed me to have my breakout season. Um, the build upon that, uh, COVID is obviously a big deal right now, but um, there's a lot of time. And that time, I believe, is something that you have to take advantage of. Um, you can learn the defense. You can always get bigger, faster, and stronger. There's so many things that you can build upon to perfect your craft. So really just taking advantage of that. And like I said before, just having those assets, those guys around me, really allow me to do what I can be able to do. And Tyler, you also have contributed on special teams throughout your career with Richmond. Can you discuss the pride that you take in playing special teams? Yeah, I think special teams is huge. And for one thing, I believe it sets the tone. That very first play, who's going to get hit first, who's going to hit the other person in the jaw is going to set the tone for the entire game. And just being able to do that, and then also I think special teams allows for momentum changes. Big plays can happen on special teams that changes the momentum of the game. So just a combination of those factors, really, you have to take pride in special teams. And, Tyler, you talked about how you can improve, you know, with the whole COVID-19 situation and still work on your craft. But I want to ask you, how have you been able to maintain a clear head and stay focused? Because we've gone from a fall season to no fall season. We've heard rumblings about a spring season. There's been debates about whether or not this year's senior class should receive additional eligibility as a result of COVID-19. Just how do you stay focused with all that noise? Yeah, at first it was extremely difficult. I mean, to tell any student athlete that you're not going to be playing the sport that you love, is pretty difficult. Um, however, I'm pretty sure with the NCAA's guidelines now that you can play in the spring and without any repercussions and then to be able to play in the fall a full season is actually huge. And I think it's actually a blessing in disguise for multiple reasons. For one, like I said earlier, it's time to perfect your craft. Um, but uh, in other words, that's more time for me to play in the spring and then play in the fall. That's just gonna, more film for me. That's more film that I can post if I wanted to go to the next level. And I think another thing is that's actually a chance for me to further my education, having that time in the fall and maybe that spring may, you know, maybe I can get a master's out of it. That's something I got to discuss with my coach or coaching staff. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, it's really difficult, but um, I think we're making the best out of the whole situation. And I want to stick there with the education factor. As I was doing my research, I saw you had the opportunity to study in Spain for about six weeks. Tyler, could you share what led to that opportunity and just how was it spending a full six weeks in Spain? Yeah, so the University of Richmond actually provides a study abroad opportunity for the athletes. Um, Richmond is a phenomenal school, and like I said, I'm really blessed just to go there, and the opportunities and resources they provide are just, they're plentiful. They're everywhere, and I took advantage of the situation, so me and I think, yeah, it was two other football players. And then there was a handful of other student athletes. We had the opportunity to go to Spain. Um, uh, foreign language is a requirement at Richmond. So I got that uh, checked off. And I was able to uh, emerge myself in another culture, which is huge. You don't get that opportunity at a lot of other schools. 
Um, another thing was though, like I had those other student athletes with me, we're actually able to go to a gym over there and work out. So it wasn't like I took six weeks off. It was a vacation. No, like we still went over there and we worked hard and then we got to experience Spain. So it was a really cool opportunity. And like I said, Richmond has provided so much for me and I'm really grateful. All right, Tyler, it's that time of the conversation. It's time for us to get away from football and get to know you away from the helmet. So I'm going to hit you with the first question. What is the most ridiculous fact that you know? Oh, okay. Most ridiculous fact I know. Um, Okay, I got one for you. So right when me and you first contacted one another, you were telling me about you were telling me about how your son saw a shark chasing a stingray on the beach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that humans kill over 11,000 sharks per hour? Wow. No. Discovery I didn't. Shark Week. Wow, look at that. Thank you. Now I got an even yeah. better fact to go home to my son with who's three. He doesn't know what 11,000 is, but he knows what 11 <laughs> is, so maybe there you, you help me close. out there. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, Tyler. If your home state, Virginia, was to be represented by a food or a meal, what would that be? Okay. I would say my grandmother's chicken and dumplings. Southern food, southern hospitality. She's the best cook in the South. Phenomenal. I think everybody has to try it once. Come to my grandmother's house. (laughs) All right. I'll take that invite. And now, (laughs) if you fought in the UFC or were a boxer, what would be the song that you walked out to as you're being introduced? Gotcha. I would say Throw It Up by Little John. That's that's my go-to song. Gets me hyped every time, the adrenaline flowing. What's your favorite movie of all time? Mm, that's a tough one. I would have to say Saving Private Ryan. That's That's got to be up there for sure. Saving Private Ryan. Big love the action movies, and I think it's just I love World War II. I'm a history guy too, so definitely saving Private Ryan. And now the final question before we let you get back to your evening, Tyler. What is the best food that Richmond serves in their cafeteria, dining hall, whatever they call it? Gotcha. Um, so they actually have events where they'll bring in like different cultures, like in different months and stuff. It's actually really cool, but they do this one and I can't remember where it is. I think it's, uh, it may be a South African food, but it's this type of steak. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's phenomenal. Absolutely amazing. Uh, they take care of us here at Richmond. They definitely feed us well. So steak at D hall. That's what it's called. That's what we like to call it. All right. Well, Tyler, before we get out of here, any final words that you want to share with us before we let you go? No, nothing off the top of my head. Go Spiders. That's about it. Hey, and you know what? That's the most important thing. Go Spiders. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, that's Tyler Dressler. I'm Craig Forstall. Stay safe and be easy. Hey, everybody. Craig Forstall. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of That Sports Guys podcast. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at that underscore sports underscore guy to catch all the latest updates and podcast episodes. Until next time, stay safe and be easy.